Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank oh, on the Radio. Man. Sorry, I was just looking at know. a hot dog on the television. <laughs> <laughs> Email the show via Frank at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. <laughs> and yes, they are paid to laugh, if you're wondering. So, um, good morning to you both. Good morning. Tomorrow. It's kind of, uh, kind of really enid. So, um, here we are. I, um, oh, I'll tell you what I saw this week. Here's a thing. Here is a funny thing. Yeah. I saw a man capering on oh. his own in, like, sports gear. What? Do, I don't know what that means. Capering is a bit like what um, Dorothy does in, um... Yeah, I beg your pardon. In, uh, Wizard of Oz, you know, that sort oh. of... Do you remember when you were a child and, if you know, those... Moment, if you ever felt jubilant as a child, they call it skipping, but it, there's no oh, rope. Yes. No rope involved. Isn't that just skipping? I'm, I'm not familiar with this. No paper. rope involved is uh, one of the coloured handkerchief singles, signals I use <laughs> at the S&M Club. I've always called it skipping, but you know, I'm going to change that to Well, capering. if that's skipping, how can, with the rope thing, be skipping as oh. well? It doesn't make any sense. That's like saying his eating is the same as driving. Okay. We've all had a drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have, but not since September the 24th, 1986. Nevertheless, um, capering or skipping, sans rope, brackets. <laughs> is that because this was a guy, it was a guy, he didn't look troubled. He was in sports gear. Dressed for skipping. Yeah, dress for, you know, like he might be running. Maybe he runs later and, and warms up with some... Uh, some capering. Some capering, <laughs> yeah. What I'll do is I'll uh, caper for ten. <laughs> and then I'll do like five k, a bit more caper, I'll caper down, caper yeah. down at the end. I think that would suit you. Caper, no, I, he made me, I was a bit embarrassed on his behalf. Were you? I'm saying have, something. I, um... I remember kissing a lady many years ago and she capered in excitement Did just you? around me. Did she? Yeah. I don't know if it was ironic or not, but it, was, <laughs> it started charming and then it was, we will never be a long-term relationship. About uh, third circuit. <laughs> I was, was going to say, that, that's, now, that's a short shelf life. Yes, no, no more capering. That was what I thought about it. Uh, anyway, I've never told that story to anyone before. Oh. Is that, is and that... you know what? It's good to get it off my chest. <laughs> Absolute radio exclusive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, what I strange, love this. What a bizarre exclusive. God, yeah. the papers will be full of this. <laughs> Post-kiss capering, uh, rocks, three lion star. <laughs> Do you yes. think there's lots of sort of jubilant expressions that could become like a fitness thing? Ten minutes capering, five minutes jig. Punch in the air, maybe. Punching the I air. I suppose they do do punch in the air. That's seven, basically what sparring is. Yeah, seven minutes clod hopping. Mm. What's clod hopping? It's bad dancing. Oh, okay. Is it's, it? It's from, it used to be illegal to beg. And so you had to do something for your money. So oh. they would just do a bad dance. And be like, I'm not begging, I'm dancing. And people are paying me for my lovely dance. Oh, oh is that great? Yeah. That's, um... a, a sort of stomping dance that a oh. tramp would do, clod hopping, yeah. Okay. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to see more of that. So I could double money if you prefer to <laughs> clod hop. <laughs> no, is that bad? I'll take that back. What are ski sticks? I see a lot of old people with ski sticks on the Hampstead Heath. What's that doing? 
I've seen those. Are they worried about flooding? They're cropping so they can up. get home. <laughs> get home like the the, uh, the invading crafts in War of the Worlds. <laughs> just hoisted off. <laughs> <laughs> what are they for? Um, um, wildlife. If listening uses those, what what the hell are you doing? Sometimes no, you see them. Those as, a lot. Sometimes you see them like seven or eight squirrels on each point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've never seen that. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Good morning to you, Morgan. Morning. Special morning, special day. Yes. Um, in case you didn't catch this earlier, it is my birthday today. I've already opened gifts. Yeah. Which is exciting. Yeah. Um, I included um, some headed notepaper I've been bought, which says at the top, from the desk of Frank Skinner, MBE. <laughs> which, I mean, who do I send? I think that'd be good maybe for querying a parking ticket. <gasps> do you yes. know what? I just wonder if that would still have some sway. A it's... vague threat. Yeah. You'll regret this. It's a very sort of nice thing. way of saying, do you know who I am? Yeah, yes. I'm calling it uh, passive-aggressive stationery, and I'm I'm here for it. Mm. I'm, I'm 66 today. I think the more things I get with my name on, the more helpful, <laughs> just as an aide de memoir. When I, from, it's not far from when I'm saying, do you know who I am, it will be a genuine, heartfelt <laughs> inquiry. The slip from rhetoric to, to need. <laughs> Oh, what a thought. What a thought. Bold! Have you seen the advert where they've changed the words of gold? They haven't. You know, so it says, like, gold! No, bold, rather. You know bold, the washing yes. up? Bold, and it's got built-in <laughs> Lenore. It's stuff like that. That might not be the actual words. But you know oh, it's got haven't. Lenore. <laughs> you know the thing with bold? And I'm not advertising it because I don't know where our washing machine is. No. But, um... <laughs> Showed you in a lovely lot. <laughs> yes, but um, bold has a big thing on the front of it that says something like includes Lenore, and Lenore gets it sound like low. I think what this is going to draw me in. My bold. Oh, hold on, look. Contains Lenore. That's a bonus. I'm so sick of mixing my own bold and Lenore <laughs> yeah, exactly. in, a big, in a big bath in the garden. Ready-made bold Lenore cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get something that hasn't got Lenore. <laughs> Lenore? Yeah, what? Lenore? Bold! <laughs> Plenty of Lenore. Um, anyway. Lenore's quite a whimsical name for a What detergent. is it? What is Lenore? Lenore. Softener, isn't it? And if you took... If the they had a, Lenore. If there was a contractual disagreement, what would be missing from Bold that Lenore brought to it? It's a softener, isn't it? Is it? I think so. The, th- the beauty of Lenore is its mystery. <laughs> yes, you're probably right. You don't want to start unravelling... Lenore's mystery, trust me. Okay, I'll I'll leave it there. I you went down do. that road once. Yeah, that's the other thing I hate when when adverts cut song. You know they have to cut songs, but you get yeah. really unsettling cuts. But they don't resolve the. So there's like a holiday one at the moment, and they use Tomorrow from Annie, which mm. is one of my favourite musicals ever. Oh, do they? And do it a sort of goes, the sun will come out <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And you think, no, no, no it doesn't happen. That's, that's horrible. There's no build. <laughs>
That's not nice. You've taken the grey and lonely out and cut straight to the sunshine. They might have left grey and lonely, but they'd certainly take it way too early to the, the heartfelt tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, when, when an advert has to be aggressively trimmed down for a small slot. Guys, one of the worst ones was everybody, yeah, chicken satay. Mm. No, I'm not having that. Oh, Backstreet yeah. Boys. Yeah, you've actually sold it accidentally <laughs> quite well. Does it come with Lenore? <laughs> um, that's can't... one of the great um, year. Uh, years in in the song. What? Yeah. Uh, I lo- tomorrow, tomorrow. I love ya. Tom- <laughs> say I love you. <laughs> Fabulous. Yes, that's the trouble. This... The orphanage has damaged her vocabulary forever. <laughs> 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 oh man. Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. What's my big discovery of the week? You know when a thing happens and you think, oh, you know they they say that every day is a school day. When you learn something and you thought, oh man, I've been wrong all my life about this and now I have at last seen the truth of it. I was 100% convinced that a pine martin was a bird. I would have put ten <laughs> grand that a pot. Emily, I can see you. You were with me on that error. Am I right? A hundred percent. Really? Yeah. What? Do- yeah. Oh, typical Pierre. Will know. <laughs> of course, Pierre. Knows. He won't just know. He'll know the latter. He'll know everything no. about this. Yeah, thing. penis martinus. I wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> I think you can say that. It's medical. Yeah. You said it with a U. I heard you pronounce the letter exactly, U very clearly. Exactly. Exactly. It was Latin. It was the most Latin thing I've ever said. Well, obviously, not the most Latin thing I've ever said. <laughs> yeah. Say quite a lot on a Sunday morning. I was going to say. Um, <laughs> yes, a pine martin. I, I, if someone said, that, look, look, there's a pine martin, I'd have looked up. Yeah. As Not into the undergrowth. As long as you didn't try and translate it from the Latin. Yeah. No, I'll never do that again. <laughs> I will never do that again. A pine martin can mind its own Latin business. <laughs> what is a pine martin? Oh, I like that I don't know. I want to prolong the ignorance for a bit. Uh, do you? I kind of do. Do you never get that? Well, I feel I've, I'm slightly blowing its cover now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's a little furry animal. Stout like. Uh, it sounds very up my strata. Yeah, I well, I yes, I think one of its. Uh, well, I know nothing about it other than it doesn't fly. <laughs> I'm I'm taking the facts one at a time. Doesn't fly, not a bird. Yeah. Okay. Gobsmacked. <laughs> Absolute. A bloke said that we're worried on the telly. This is how I found out. So we're worried that a that the the pine martin uh, population has been. Um, has been reduced, he said, but there's been signs just lately they're coming back. And I thought, well, that's good. They're getting a lot of coverage. Plenty of other birds yeah. struggling. <laughs> what, are you thinking and, who's their PR? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't see as many uh, starlings in the garden as I used to. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I, I, saw a, I saw there was a documentary about it on, um, on uh, PBS, which was... Uh, Stalin the terror years or something. So I don't know if that's what got rid of them. <laughs> and um, but anyway, uh, yeah. Then a picture came up and I thought, well, I can't even see the Pine Martin. There's some 
stoked in the way the Pine Martin has been photobombed by a stoat. I mean, somebody should have checked this before they brought it up on the television. But no, it is a furry animal. And I like the idea that the first link of the show has been established in that single fact. Yes. <laughs> yes. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what, though, it's never worn off for me, because I've been in um, Amsterdam this week. Something that, from when I first went abroad, probably whatever it was, 30 years ago, um, I still love watching um, television Oh, made yeah. by places like uh, the Netherlands. Yes. Uh, there was a music show that was on in the evening and there would be shows where the, an act would come on. Everybody is, like, old. All the singers are much older. There's, ageism doesn't seem to be such a thing since we oh. reverse. I might look into it. So what you get, there's groups like 10 blokes all in their 50s. Um, and the songs are like they sing along, and they're all drinking beer and stuff. Yeah. And you think, this is, I can't believe this exists. Who would be interested in this? And then it pans to the audience. There's like 20,000 people in the studio. There's like endless people singing along. It was a great bit, because you get those sort of... There's one um, video of blokes like that, and it's just close-ups of blokes drinking beer and it, like, dripping off their chin. Oh. And they're just throwing it down them. It's disgusting. <laughs> and then um, then you get a bloke who'll come out, a bloke about 50-odd, and go... Uh, I love the world and sing it in English and you'll get women crying in the audience. They cut to one fabulous moment in the audience. It was like a rock and roll band, of course. And there was people dancing. There was one bloke sitting, you can see in the audience, who literally had his hands over his ears. <laughs> Oh, it sounds no. like sort of Saturday night TV in 1974. Yes, and yeah. then you cut to a chat show where it's like they're discussing. I don't know what they're discussing. I don't speak Dutch. But there'll be a bloke like who's got like a fur jacket and orange glasses and long hair, a bloke about 70, <laughs> who's been taken completely seriously in some conversation. I think, well, yeah. who, is, who is this bloke? Who everyone is listening to as if he isn't... Um, Mad. <laughs> oh, it's, it's brilliant. It's the thing with other countries' celebrities, because there's always so much context to explain. Yeah. Mm. We sort of say, who is, you said to a Dutch person, so who's this? And they go, oh, well, he's uh, Peter yeah. Polder. Peter yeah. Polder, oh, everyone loves him. And they sort of explain uh, yeah. that uh, he hosted a show about uh, rescuing animals. Yes. And then also he... <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Well, the names become, like when I went to France, they were saying, you don't know Clo-Clo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not familiar with Clo-Clo. I, I had this conversation yeah. about Ville Glahe, the accordionist, <laughs> when I was in Germany once. Ville Glahe? not big in England. <laughs> oh man! Just like I when I moved it. here and had to learn about Noel Edmonds. Yeah, well, I can. Yeah, that I, obviously that's tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So yeah, so I got a very lovely 
um, note this week. Unexpected from someone who I've talked about on the radio show before. And um, I'm not going to tell you exactly what was in it, but it was lovely. And you know when the word classy springs to mind? Mm. I was quite moved by it. And um, it came from Bagshot Park. Ring any bells? No. Mm. It is the home of the Countess of Wessex. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Who I'd had a slight incident with at the Royal Variety. <laughs> yeah, yes. And she wrote to me in order to clarify what had gone on. I mean, Are you actually joking? <laughs> it was the most beautiful thing. Handwritten and lovely. And, uh, and did she do the fabulous posh thing that I once pointed out to you? I explained to Frank, Frank mm. got a card, a correspondence card with a posh address on the top and it was crossed out. And I said, oh, it's very classy, that touch. He said, what do you... I said, oh, it means this is informal. He said, oh, I thought they'd moved to house. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, I... I got the best one ever I got was from Baroness Bakewell, who had headed notepaper that said the Baroness Bakewell, <laughs> and she'd cross that out and then written underneath, your friend. Oh, oh. come on. Oh, that's that, very nice. Anyway, that meanwhile, anyway so, shot. yes, and it was just a lovely thing. I love her now. I shall not rest until I've got her on crockery. Yeah. Did, she, did she sign it? Just a little it indication. Was, uh, Keep it private, but did she send it so, sign it so? Might, maybe. <gasps> anyway... <sighs> I was completely shocked by it, but I, I wrote back, and he can't keep, um, but I wrote back just to say, oh, I think I might use the word gracious. Not a word I use that often. Oh. But I, what did I write back on? Oh, the you didn't. head my, paper. Because I got this. I got a present <laughs> oh, last year. Oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. I got a present last not. year that said from this last week that said it's headed no paper that says from the desk of Frank Skinner MBE. As a joke. And I thought, I'll never be able to use this. So then I thought, you know what? <laughs> I can't actually believe you did that. Well, I thought she'll think nothing of it, surely. I did say in my reply that I was excited that she was the first person I got to use my headed notepaper with. And what a start. <laughs> what a start. What a start yeah, it was. Very but, much um, thematically appropriate. But yeah, who'd, who Gosh. knew? Oh. Really lovely. Oh, I'm really pleased about that. Oh, I was pleased mm. as well. I it, mean, I, I, you know. We, are you going to get it framed? Um, like my Arthur Miller. You've got to do these things. Mm. Well, really? I don't know. You see, I, I got, um, I had a few things framed in the nineties. I had um, a Catholic corner in my flat, where, where I had uh, John Paul II's autograph, Paul the Sixth. And then and we got New Lads corner in the other. Yeah, exactly. Side of the <laughs> I had uh, Mother Teresa, all signed, and in the sun they gradually faded. And then I realised that if you're going to do that, you need to keep them. In shades, oh, I made yeah. a terrible error. Okay. I thought they would be like the non-petrified saints of the mm. Roman labyrinths, who would, you know, they would not be affected by sunlight, etc. Yes, yes. Didn't work out. Okay. Anyway, that was that. Oh, what a lovely way to wow. end the show! Oh yes. I'm so pleased for you. If a little mortified that you genuinely <laughs> used the fact paper, from yeah. the desk of Francis. <laughs> oh, well, who else am I going to? Right, she must get letters on uh, headed note paper. Not like time. that, Frank. No, maybe not. Oh. 
Um, <laughs> but it's weird. You say stuff on this show and think, you know, no one will ever hear it. Turns anyway, out. Anyway. They're listening to it in Bagshot Park. Exactly. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank, I would mm. like to formally thank you for my wonderful Christmas present, which you gave me this morning. It was, uh, I mean, very simply, it's Brian Blessed's autobiography, <laughs> and it's go. called Absolute Pandemonium. <laughs> yes. Which I would love him to do that show. I'd love him to do that, yeah, that would be a great show on here. And then what he's, <laughs> what he's done, i tell you what Brian's done, what he's done, he's, some might say rather unnecessarily... <laughs> He's got a little subtitle. Yes. And he's put in, uh, obviously in block in caps, block caps, my louder than life story. Well, I, as I said, I wondered if the whole book might be in block capitals <laughs> to suggest shouting. But um, and he, he hasn't done that. He's gone lowercase. There's nothing lowercase about Brian Blessed, is there? No. I'm so excited. Some of the pictures, I mean, there are some fabulous, a lot of Mark Antony with a lot of makeup, heavy theatre makeup on. Oh, fabulous. Um, it's going to be good. Thank you so much. Mon pleasure. Meanwhile, <clears throat> I, uh, I turned to get the title of my book, but the philosophy of, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a Bob Dylan book about mm. philosophy of modern song. I can't see the title yeah. for me. It was one of those great moments when I saw it in a shop and I thought I'm going to treat myself to that and I didn't get it and then someone has bought it for me. Result Mondo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. You know what? This happens to me. You might not know about this, Pierre, unless he came up in the van. But um, every now and again, I am struck as if anew by the fact... It's always test cricket. I got up a couple of days ago and uh, Test Cricket, live from Pakistan, was on my television. And I have this, I would say to my partner, what about that? Actually, that's actually happening in Pakistan now. We can see it here. And look, <laughs> and I, I, this time I, I embroidered it. I said, and look, there's snow outside. <laughs> and we can see what's happening in Pakistan. And it really, I'm not, it really excites me. Oh, I'm so Exhilar- I'm going to say exhilarates. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's, Bringing that old catchphrase back. Uh, that I do believe it, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yes, was it? Um, I, um, I had another realisation this week. Mm. I went to Ryman's, which is one of my favourite days out. Mm. Where else did you go, B-Jabs? And, 1972 uh, did you go to? I love stationery, though, and in all its manifestations. Mm. And I bought... Um, they had some big four colours originals. Sure. Now, you know the ones I mean, the, the, the biro <laughs> with a slide, so you can write. Now, I do a lot of colour coding in my stand-up writing, so I'll write in black, and then I'll go through and underline some stuff in blue, and then some stuff gets red. Mm. Hang on, what do you mean with a slide? You are, so you've got four colours in the same pen. Yeah. yeah. You must remember this, oh, baby. Oh, Yes. Yeah. And I saw this thing. There was a three-pack, I'll be straight with you. And I thought, hold on, I could, I could just have one pen in my pocket instead of having to have a black one, a blue one, and a mm. red one. And I've got green as a as a bonus. And it was like a moment of, oh my god, 
<laughs> and thought of that. So I bought a three pack, and it had uh, it had two um, big four color originals. And what I haven't even tried yet, because I'm so excited, I don't want to rush you. A big four color pro. <laughs> Oh. What does that do? <laughs> what does that do? No training wheels on thought, this pen. Thought <laughs> transfer. <this> maybe. <laughs> maybe I just think green and it, I, the slide slowly goes down. Oh. <laughs> but what does the pro do that the um, original doesn't do? Are you ready for the pro, though? Do you think? Well, when do I try the pro? I'm putting it off and putting it off. <laughs> Build a day of recovery. And in. it's black, the pro. Is it? Yeah, it's like a night. What sort of nib size Night are we? Pen. What nib size are we talking? Nib. <laughs> nib. Have you mistaken me for Charles Dickens? The biro. Sorry. So, do you dispense with the ball? It's a ball. Operated by. A, it's a ball operated. I mean, it's a ball, but I would still call the tip the nib. Are we are not allowed to refuse no, nib? No, 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 it's not a nib. Um. Standard. I don't know what it is on the pro. It might flare out into like a you know those you know those brushes that you see jazz drummers using. It might have something like. Who knows what the pro will be? I'm, I'll, I'll have to tell you after the holidays if I've if I've if I've dared to try it by then. Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. By the way, the Simpsons TV show. I think it's absolutely brilliant. But I yes. never want to watch it. How do you explain that? Is it because you've already watched all of it? Oh, no, I haven't watched all of it. Every time I do watch one, um, it's one I've never seen. I'd, but I just don't, I I don't know what I agree it. more. How can that be? I it doesn't make any more. sense. I feel a bit I have given up, frankly. If yeah. I sit down to watch it... I feel like, what am I doing with my life? Even though I know it's brilliant and the writing's fabulous. It's absolutely it's like one of the funniest shows on television. Fantastic. Clever, inventive, but I don't want to watch it. Why do we feel that, Pierre? Well, I I, well you've got that. You've spoken before about how cartoons make you feel depressed. So I think no, that's. No, but separate. I love cartoons. But yeah, you, but I like you, I don't Jack know. Horseman. Oh, okay. So, ironically, like, mm, normal cartoons get... make you feel depressed, but the most depressing cartoon ever made you. <laughs> and it's not just. Meet, meet me. It's like um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I yes. thought, this is absolutely brilliant. I'll never, I know I'd never watch it. Again. I agree with that, to be fair. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, it's sort of like. Um, I think it's already in there. I sort of have a feel of what it is. So I, I don't it. need to reaffirm that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't go out every day and check what a river looks like. That's true. I just know. I'll tell you... I and I love them. <laughs> I don't need to look at a river every day. Yeah. I think it's partly with The Simpsons <laughs> as well. There's a lot of saturate that I feel there have been so many episodes, it's a bit overload. I yeah. just feel, am I just watching old stuff? I don't think... I think I've got it on my hard drive. I know what it's like. Okay. But it's... Br- I, I'm Honestly, I couldn't rate it more highly. Yeah. I don't want to watch it. Okay. We've got some other examples of uh, <laughs> never trust her. Oh yes. yeah, sarcastic fringe head. Um, oh, I thought that was someone we should look out for. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay. But um, baseball caps or any hat when worn by someone driving. Over to you, Frank Ooh. Skinner. Well, there used to be a thing about uh, old old men in uh, trilbies that people used to go who drove like that. Um, I have to say, any man in a baseball cap who isn't American, I'm always slightly disappointed. 
by. Yeah. We had Tim Key as a guest the other week when he came in in a baseball. But I love Tim Key. When he walked in, I thought, no. <laughs> um, I, I, I think it's very hard for a non-American to carry off a baseball. Yeah. Wow, that's hard. There's, yeah. there's, there's been an explosion in, in trucker hats, especially among the, the certain sections of the comedy community. Is that sort, sort of, of high ones? High-fronted yeah, yeah. Often a bit like a bit of plastic gauze. Snapbacks. In case it gets too hot. Yeah. Or something. No, I, I mean, I really, as I speak as an outsider, because I've got a very big head, I yeah. can't really wear hats. Yeah, you yeah. have. So um, I'm probably, there's probably a bit of uh, resentment in my hat. Hattitudes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth the pain to go there. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So these neighbours, um, they're w- being... Were we in the midst of something? I was going to tell you oh, a story. Oh, yes. Alarm oh, the clock. alarm clock. Yes, yeah, so my, my neighbour, um, Mrs Weston, who lived next door, who, um, after her husband died, my mum made her a Sunday lunch, I remember, Sunday dinner, as we called it, every week, and I would take that round, and she'd be waiting, sitting at the table with a, a tea towel t- tucked in the top of a jumper ready for spillage and a massive spoon in her hand. <laughs> no author cutlery. So she ate the whole, you know, meat, two veg, Yorkshire pudding, all with a big spoon. Took the, you know, there's a lot of decision-making in cutlery. The higher you go up society, the yes. more decision-making. She took all that out. Yeah. She but anyway, it simple. I love that about her. A, dis- she, a disruptor. She, yeah. So she... Um, and I must have told this on on the radio. DJ Spoony, I love it, her. It's, it's fine because I don't think uh, I don't think you know it, Pierre. She walked into the house with an alarm clock, put it on our kitchen table, and said to my dad, uh, "Len, as he was called his whole life, although his name was John, uh, <laughs> Len, uh, can you uh, can you mend? Can you do anything with this alarm clock?" He said. What is that? What's happened to it? And she said, oh, we dropped it in the Po. Now, the Po was a colloquial term for the chamber pot in the bedroom because we all had outside toilets. She said, we dropped it in the Po. Remember, it was on the kitchen table. (laughs) And halfway up the face (laughs) of the alarm clock was urine. A literally halfway up. Contained within the... Contained within (laughs) the alarm clock. Like so, one of those pens, and when you put it upside down, there's a lady. Yeah, exactly. It sounds, it sounds like a sort of Damien Hirst <laughs> yeah. art piece. Well, it, maybe it could have been, but I just remember my dad saying, Get it off the table! Get it off the table! It would be um, a great sort of piece of modern art. <laughs> Time in urine. I also like the woman with with one giant spoon who says dropped it in the poe. It's like life in medieval Britain. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. Well, instead it was the West Midlands in the late 60s, early 70s. But even my dad drew the line at at that. That was too much. So he he refused to mend it or try I don't know if it would have been mendable. No. Uh, we won't ask if there's any watch, because it's gone now. I think it was abandoned. But, uh, <laughs> the urine alarm clock. That's, that's what I... Yeah, the urine alarm clock. It's what I... Um, in the wee small hours. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> but uh, it's what I remember about um, neighbours mainly. Yeah. And that was, uh, she. you know, we loved them. You know, we were very close. She was in and out of our house all the time, but that level of intimacy is maybe too much. What, what's a... I bet David Baddiel's a nice neighbour. Lovely, I imagine. You know what's weird about Dave is I, I love David Baddiel. Mm. I, I really love him. Me too. And he lives, I think, 10, 12 houses away from me. I probably see him about once a month. Mm. And I think, so, the idea of the close neighbour, mm. I'm, I'm happy to know that he's there, but we, we don't see each other. That, and even when he lived next door to me, we didn't see each other that much. So it's, you know... That's true friendship. I find... Yes, I once heard... Um, I think it was Johnny Cash said he went fishing with Bob Dylan and they fished for about five hours without speaking at all. He said, and that's when I knew we'd become really close friends. And I thought, <laughs> <Yeah>. really? <laughs> but now, as I've got older, I can kind of see uh, what he meant. By that. What Just the, the image of Bob Dylan fishing I find unbelievable. <laughs> you must have been rubbish at it. <laughs> yeah, where do you put this uh, maggot? <laughs> no, no, don't just throw it in on its own, Bob. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, that's the, the fez has arrived. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So... I'm, I'm uh, picturing the two of you mm-hmm. wandering up to Liberties. I had... I'd given Pierre sort of instructions, hadn't I, as you left, as we said our goodbyes outside Absolute Radio. Yeah. A sort of... Um, it was it was quite um, the start of an epic quest. Yes. <laughs> well, he took... He took um, Polonia. He became very responsible, uh, Pierre. He's got that in him. Because I'm old and stooped, yeah. And he's like a sort of a Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> he became uh, very sort of um, advisory. Oh. So we went... I had a £100 voucher. Now, the way I spend the voucher is the way some people put petrol in a car. I like it on the zero. I don't want this... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and you've got £2 left. No. Not Frank. And no top-ups. <laughs> no, no, I'm not adding... That's the the whole joy of a voucher. Is you don't have to get your hand in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, did you find it okay? I was concerned. Oh God, you your directions th- were perfect. You went through the back entrance with the confectionery. I yes. did. Oh, it's a lot of. Uh, I ain't walking through the perfume bit. Yeah, I breathe in the perfume bit. It feels like you're having something tested on you. Oh yeah. So, ooh, let's get through the perfume. <laughs> I mean. You've lost me here, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Well, you don't want it in that kind of intensity. I do. Anyway. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, Where did you, which department? Well, I, I I wanted sunglasses. That was my thing. I my sunglasses have all been broken in various ways, and so uh, I found a pair. Oh. Sixty-five quid. Mm. Oh. Uh, and I said, uh, okay, I'm going to get these. And Pierre said, hmm. I'm not sure about. <laughs> I'm not sure about tortoiseshell. <laughs> yeah, and I said, uh, "No, I, I yeah. like tortoiseshell's good." As I said, it goes with my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he said, uh, 
He said to the guy, uh, I'm not going to keep doing the accent. One more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is this your full range <laughs> of sunglasses? Oh. <laughs> and the, the man said, we got a few downstairs as well. He said to me, so he said, right, we're... We'll go and have a look down. I said, no, I like these. I said, this is, I said, this is the way I shop. I don't go looking around. And um, he said, uh, he, in the end, he, Pierre made me put them behind the counter. Yeah. Uh, so that we could go downstairs and look oh, at the Because others. of all the queues queue, of people <laughs> lining <laughs> up to take that one pair of tortoise well, glasses. Busy, it was busy in Liberties. OK. Yeah. And so you went downstairs. So we, we went to... By the way, tortoiseshell frames, mm. that's just a term. They're not actually made from a carapace, are they? I, I don't... Not these days. Has somebody no. styled a carapace? <laughs> I, perhaps back in the day... Polished. I wonder. And in this sort of, I think you, they were. One can imagine, I don't know, the, the original sort of Duke of Windsor perhaps having yes. one of the... <laughs> I'll tell you what I'd like. I'd like a pair of beets... <laughs> with two intact <laughs> carapaces, one on over each ear. That'd be that'd look cool. Or, or just sort of, he'd look like you're in the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or sort of just pop its head out and say it's a living. Oh no, it'd have to be dead ones. I wouldn't want to. He's uh, got standards. Okay. Yeah, and so, also be, that'd be like mufflers, the flesh. Muffle the sound. <laughs> One thing I love about Liberties and other highly relatable content, yes. but I do love what Liberties has. If anyone's ever been there, it's got this rather majestic gone with the wind staircase, which yes. is unusual for a department store, a mahogany staircase. Yes, we swept, we swept down that, didn't we? Or did yeah. we sweep? We swept off it and then we swept down it. So, you of course, went... in a, it wouldn't have been a very big stretch thirty years ago for me to have actually been sweeping it. <laughs> but now there I am spending my uh, vacher. <laughs> so we went downstairs and fair play, I I did see a pair I liked there. <gasps> How much? £65 in the sale. What, what, OK, what's happening with the 35 Well, Well, I'll come to that. Oh, You'd have liked these. They're completely black. They're very... Um, only the lonely. <laughs> very... Not a carapace in sight. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. I wanted to know. Well, I've got two oh. questions. Mm -hmm. Firstly, what uh, what did you spend the thirty five pounds left over from mm. your hundred pound Liberty voucher on? Well, can you mention? Can you just imagine the anxiety of me walking around there with that thirty five pound on it? Because I don't like having any. I'm thinking, what if I can't find anything? Yeah. Also, I'm. St Pierre's still going on about the sunglasses at this point. What's he saying? Saying, it's, I, I, I'm not against tortoiseshell in principle. <laughs> but it's not that light. I don't like that light tortoiseshell. Oh, this I... is it. The, the, the contrast between the light and the dark parts of the tortoiseshell lent, it was an, almost a camo effect. And I was against yeah. that. I'm, I'm with you. I'm feeling... I had no idea I was taking a sort of a ticking time bomb into the shop. What I, what I, what I like about my characterisation is that it's the difference between the inner and the outer. In my, in my head, I was playing a sort of grand vizier role. <laughs> my, my liege, if I might. <laughs> These spectacles. Whereas, obviously, externally, I was. it was like when we were on tour and people assumed I was your bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> they sort of look at me it nervously before getting like a photo. It was it's a bit, bit sort of like John Gilgood, Arthur's <laughs> butler or something. 
Did you? So, you so see, anyway. I worry that they work. Yeah, you see, I'm with you. I, can I just ask you something? Back mm. in a sec, Frank. Were they a sort of slightly unfortunate khaki-coloured tortoiseshell? I don't like a tortoiseshell veering towards the sludge colour. No, it was the, the the lighter part was that colour, and then the rest was as as dark as you'd expect. It's a bit GI Joe. Okay. A little. Okay, back to you, Frank. Okay. Um, I just thought I have brown eyes because I've got brown eyes. I thought tortoiseshell was a good anyway. That went. <laughs> I ended up with sunglasses that were as black as midnight on a moonless night, as Agent I... Cooper once said in Twin Peaks of his coffee. In fact, I like the idea that people have to buy sunglasses to match their. Eyes. Yeah, eyes well, you got to match them to summer. Well, now you've got I'm black not buying, eyes. I'm not buying grey sunglasses all the time to match the rest of me. <laughs> so anyway, I saw um, an orange beanie hat. What, sorry, what's happened? And um, it said on it... Had Pierre left uh, no. at this point? No, oh. I'd, uh, I'd spent my opinion voucher on the glasses. <laughs> understand. Didn't you have any left on, on your opinion voucher? <laughs> no, uh, I, got, I got it up to the maximum of one. Anyway, it said on it... max that out. Yeah. It said on it, made from recycled merino wool. Oh, Jose. And I thought, <laughs> I don't want to be picky, but is all wool... Every wool and hat is recycled, isn't yeah. it? It was on a sheep originally. They yeah. don't shave a beanie directly off a sheep, oh, not, not deliberately. <laughs> um, so, you know, I didn't pick them up on that. But I tell you what I asked, I th- what I thought was an interesting question. I said to the lady on the counter because by now I'd got me 35 quid hat I was happy I went up to the counter you bought this yeah oh dear and I said do you um, I've got it in my pocket actually do you want to do you want to see it I guess see what you think I wish you had the glasses as well though yeah I should have bought the glasses with me (laughs) hold on I've got my headphones on It's, it's tricky what do you think this is right. This is what radio is all about. Well, I think we should put this up because... On social media. OK, I'll put I it mean, on social media. Do you know what? You look so happy in it. That's, I think that's, that's important. Yeah. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Oh, here's... I, I, can I point out something I said this week? Sure. It shows me to be something of a buffoon. Really? You know, when you meet, I'm always, you know, I try to contribute in uh, conversation. Uh, I'm always. You certainly do. I really try to make an effort. And I met Beth England, who Mm -hmm. is um, a footballer of some note, Chelsea and, ironically, England. And. there was a use of ironic, Alanis. There was a Mike England who uh, played for Wales, if you remember him. Anyway. So I met Beth England, quite exciting, England player. And I was asking her about... When I first became aware of women's football, um, Doncaster Bells were one of the big teams. And I said, I didn't really hear of them now. And she said, I used to play for Doncaster Bells. And I said, are you from up there? And she said, I'm from Barnsley. And I thought, I've got to have a... And I said, that is a weird coincidence. I had a Barnsley chop. (laughs) <laughs> for lunch. You didn't today. say that. <laughs> that was my... Frank, why that did you was, say that? What a small world, I said. 
What? And then after I thought, what am I talking about? <laughs> I think that's really weird, Frank. I know, she must have thought, really? Imagine the equivalent, what would be the equivalent if you said you're from Birmingham? If she'd have come up to you and said... She said, yeah, we've got, we've got pollution where we live. <laughs> Um, um, the way she looked at me, I don't know. To, I assume she knows what a bar, but maybe she doesn't know what a Barnsley chop is. Maybe in Barnsley it's not a thing; they just call it a chop. It's just quite. You a know weird a Barnsley thing. chop? You're looking at me confused. No, I don't, I don't. I only know because he always goes on about Barnsley chop. It's like a double. It looks like um, a, a, a game. Do you do you game at all? Well, of course. It looks like if you can imagine a game controller, you know, the handset made yeah. of meat. I can. Yeah. That's keep what, keep that's, talking. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Lady Gaga. If they ever bring out a game where the, the controller is made of meat... Yeah, they then, won't, then, um, I'll be I'll, one of those people camping out, like, for a royal wedding. But Exactly, but... <laughs> Before it goes on the turn. We've only got three days. But honestly, what a small world I had a Barnsley chop for lunch this morning. Oh, Frank, I'm, on, I'm so embarrassed. I, I hope know. you don't see I'm, her again. She, imagine what she's telling people about You know, you. it's one of those things that when I look back on it, I can, make my, can actually make my cheeks go a bit red just thinking about it. If it gets cold in it, I might be glad of that. This is the best of Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. I went on a walking holiday last uh, week. Oh! Me and uh, Kath, we love a walking holiday, my partner. So we, um, what we did is we just got the train to Reading and then walked back to London from there. Mm. And um, not in a day, three days. And um, we, uh, what you do, there's a system by which you go off on your walk that morning with your little backpack, pat lunch, mm. you know, a bottle of water, map even. Oh. And, um, and then someone comes, a driver man, and um, or lady, and takes, uh, takes your bag to the next, to your next uh, destination. Ah, so you still have your luggage. Yeah, so you don't have to carry all the heavy stuff. Yeah. I know it's a bit of a cheat, but it's it's a nice one. Mm. It's based on the old sort of native bearer theory of, uh, you know, the sort of upside-down lion on a stick. Yeah. It's yeah. that kind yeah. of uh, it's that kind of process, but it makes it a, an easier thing. But we're doing 20 miles a day, you know. I'm an older man, Commander. <laughs> <laughs> so any road up, we were staying at the De Vere in Old Windsor. Mm. Okay. We don't normally do a hotel. We fans, we uh, favour a B and B. But anyway, we ended up at the Devere big hotel, and um, I went down for breakfast. And this woman said, "Oh my God, Alan Carr." <gasps> and I said, "No." She said, "I said I'm not. I'm honestly not." She said, "You are." I said, "I'm honestly." <laughs> she said, "Well." She said, you sound exactly like him. <laughs> now, I'm going to allow a bit of, you know, a bit of wiggle room in a lookalike, but I do not sound exactly like Alan Carr. No. I mean, I had gone down and said, oh, breakfast, <laughs> No, I hadn't done that. I hadn't oh. done that. But um, she was very insistent, uh, this woman. Really? And... Um, Kath, I hope Alan's listened to your impression of it. 
I think it'll be all right. I hope he'll be laughing. So, um, um, I, uh, this probably happens to him all the time and people think he's... No, I doubt it. So, she was very convinced and I said to Katza, we, we should tell her. And yeah. I said, no, let her believe I'm Alan Carr because in 2023, Alan Carr is a much more exciting encounter than I am. <laughs> And she said, "Well, I'm I'm gonna tell her." So she said, um, "She said to the woman, uh, he's not Alan Carr." And the woman, you could see, was thinking, oh, "I know he is, for sure." Yeah, you're trying to hide your and fame. She, and she said, "He's um, he's Frank Skinner." And I saw saying? the woman. They, they speaking of extraneous noises, the woman went, "Oh, I could see, I could feel." feel Feel the ladle going a little deeper into a memory oh. goulash. The pause, Frank. The pause is cruel. But I think she might have found me down there at the bottom of the cauldron. Mm. They always do. Yeah. And she went, oh, yeah. can I have a photo? And... Um, <laughs> It's I too said, late for that. I said, uh, I said, whoa, no, I said, no, I didn't. I said, um, I said, um, okay, but I, I've just got to go and do something in the room and then on the way out, we'll come and see her for a photo. And she said, oh, you won't come back. I said, no, well, honestly, I will come back. So I'll tell you after this what happened when we went back. Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So I went, I, if you remember, I'm at the De Vere in Old Windsor. Mm. Um, <laughs> sound like an old colonel. <laughs> I'll be, not a character from the Archers. I'll be staying at the De Vere. It's the biggest hotel I've ever been in, the dining oh. room. I thought they'd done that thing that they do in places sometimes. The having De Vere a, is a chain, we should say, I yeah. believe. Well, this place, it, I thought they had a mirror a mirrored wall to make it look massive. Yeah. The dining room. But no, it was massive. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, not that we got into the dining room because uh, we had the dog with us, so we had to eat um, just outside the dining room. No dogs are allowed. Where were you Ooh. sat? What did you have to in sit down? like a bar nearby, so we had breakfast in there. Oh, in the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, I went, uh, I went back... To uh, to do the photo because you know man of the people yeah so um, when I went back I met this guy he came over and said hello and I thought God I know you and he used to go to my church all oh, right he's called uh, Brendan and he was there with um, the Catholic Voices Convention <laughs> um, right uh, yeah voices. Let's get that spelling right. Yes. Not vices. And um, so there was a few hundred um, Catholics packed in to the place. Mm. It used to be a Catholic boarding school, this hotel. I don't know if that's what drew them in. Well, they I know that's what it. drew you in. Yeah. Well, they said, go and have a look at the chapel. And I went and had a look at the chapel, and it's like tables and chairs in there and stuff. It's like for weddings. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> anyway... So I went to do my photo and um, had a chat with Brendan and then I went over to the lady you mm. thought, and she said, uh, oh, hello again. She said, thanks for coming back. She said, oh, I heard about your dog. 
I said, what about my dog? She said, uh, it pooed in the corridor. I said, it absolutely didn't. I said, we've been with it all. She said, oh, no, no, everyone's saying it did. I said, everyone. And then Brendan said, yeah, yeah, some of the Catholic voices, uh, people were saying your dog had pooed. I said, what? Gone through Catholic voices? <laughs> um, First and, Alan Kahn, now this. Exactly. How many voices am I expected to speak in? <laughs> so I said, my dog has not... I've been with, with her all the time. It, abs- that, it just um, it didn't happen. And this woman was saying, oh, yeah, it did. It did, your dog did. So um, we went to reception and I said, um, look. I don't like where this is going, Pierre. I said to the man, I said. (laughs) Now look here. I said, look, there's a story going around the hotel. (laughs) You should have stayed Alan Carr. (laughs) I said to Carr, I said, if you'd have kept your mouth shut, it would have been Alan Carr's dog. Yeah, the story would only have unraveled when the woman said, yes, Alan Carr was here with his wife. Yeah, that would would have been a shocker. (laughs) I think that that would have overdone the pooing element. He was here with his what? (laughs) And the dog pooed it. Never mind that. What was he here with? <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I just saw that um, Rishi Sunak's um, slogan is um, ready, ready to Rishi. Ready, ready for Rishi. Ready for Let's Rishi. get ready to Rishi. Now, I'm Let's hoping, get ready I'm for Rishi. I'm hoping he's going to sing, Are you ready? Are you ready for Rishi? And then they'll all, all his supporters will go, Yes, I am. <laughs> and they oh, would have man. that kind of accent. Yes. Well, well I'm I can guessing. say that. I don't know. I'm allowed. And less rhythm. I don't no, know. They would say it like that. They go, Yes, I don't am. Don't forget the blue wall. <laughs> they might be going, I, I am. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of a lot of sort of Winchester choristers going, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, be, I'd say he likes a video. Yeah. He, might, he might be putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd have them, but then he'd have some blokes with whippets. Yes. <laughs> but they wouldn't do the yes, I am. they go, oh, I. Aye. Just to, just to Aye. show that I'd been completely won over. Yeah, so, yeah. Let's see how uh, yeah. how the intercity development goes. They yeah. say they intercity in a. Sorry. They change the lyric a bit, Frank. They go, I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for Rishi? Cut to them. Happen. <laughs> um, listen, I've got to tell you something. I um, We listen to a lot of absolute radio in our house, and I'm not just saying that. Mm. I'm not being the company man, but we do. It's on all the time. Yep. My partner in particular never puts the radio off. She loves a bit of Dave Berry. Oh, she loves Dave Berry. And this week, my partner, who um, you've met, Pierre, yes. she has um, that malapropism Thing, which in case you're not aware of this is not so much saying well she does say the wrong word but she gets um, if she tries a proverb or something that obvious she'll say here's an example she didn't actually say this but just like she'll say well he's going to hell in a handlebar yes exactly there's always something well I'll wrong. give you an actual one she was on about some bloke who'd done some uh, um, been caught out in a lie at work <laughs> and she said he just looked up like a goldfish in the headlight yeah <laughs> yeah that's Pete Cat. It's a bit Chapaquiddick. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this week, um, 
We, uh, we, we, I meant I don't know what the subject was, but some subject cropped off, and she said, "Oh yeah, they were talking about that on Shane and Richie," <laughs> <laughs> which is, which I was supposed to be Bush and Richie, but have been turned into an Alfie Moon sort of uh, split personality yeah. thing. Um, so I know now I will think of them as Shane and Richie Shane and forever. <laughs> think of them? I'm never calling them anything else. And I like the idea that Shane and Richie's got enough personality for just to be spread into two yeah. presenters. Very emotional documentary about him. <laughs> yeah. Was it Shane who said that or was it Richie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And But he's got that pop star rock and roll thing and also a cheeky chappy and an actor. Oh, you know. I'm seeing it more as a documentary about trying to find out what happened, in which Lionel Richie investigates what happened to the second series of Shane. Oh, <laughs> that would be, yeah. That would be good, yeah. I like Lionel Richie as a, as a detective. Well, you do now he's so obsessed by Shane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's still around, is he, Lionel? He's, he's, he's still very I'm much glad, around, glad yeah. to hear that. What's your favourite Lionel Richie song? I like uh, Hello. I'd, obviously, I don't know any of his stuff. Do you dance on the ceiling? No, I don't like that stuff. It's got to be dance. If he, if he did do a documentary, you know that the, whoever sort of wrote the interstitial bits would be would be all the puns or all the kind of like crowbarring in the titles <laughs> of his songs. Dancing on the ceiling. Yeah, but, yeah. And I wasn't dancing on the ceiling <laughs> when I realised that. You know. Yeah. That sort of thing. If, if it, yeah. If it was about like his his breakdown, it'd be like dancing on the feeling. Yes, yeah, something like that. The only my only objection to that song is I don't like songs where there's enforced party noises in the background, like woo. Yeah, I can't pair that. You're not in a party; you're at a studio. Yeah. Okay. All the worse to play a song like that in a sort of massive empty room. <laughs> if really he underlines a, the contrast. If he, lie. A, if he did a documentary about getting boils when you're on um, the International Space Station called Lansing on the ceiling. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on, weightlessness, boils. Of all, how often do you hear those two mixed together? I'm still reeling from interstitial. <laughs> this is the best of Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Okay. Outside. Uh, we've had a few. Okay. Out, outside. Outside we've... world tweets. We've <laughs> had a few. <laughs> but not too few to mention. Do I you hope. know that puts me off people a bit? What? When their song. I mean, it's late to be put off them, but if they choose as. Let's call it their final song, My Way. Mm. I told you my My Way it's embarrassment, a bit naff, isn't didn't it? I? Huh? When I, 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 an ex-girlfriend and I went to see Robbie Williams live mm. at um, some big arena gig mm. and he sang My Way and I said to her, come on, He's, I love Robbie, he's got a great voice but he can't be doing My Way, that's ridiculous. And at the end he said, I'd like to dedicate that to Frank Skeen that was in the audience tonight. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, you felt such a git. I felt a git beyond git. Did you? Post git. Oh, I like Get plus. I like Beyond Git, Git. Could that be your new autobiography? Um, no, I don't think I've ever truly got beyond it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So, und, und, as they say in uh, Germany. Well, speaking of trick or treating mm. and your your bird, your new burden, Frank. 
You're, you're oh, I thought you were going to say your new bird. I thought it was going to be a bit oh, 90s. No. I was going to say, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> the bowl of sweets by the front door. Mm. <sighs> are they still there? Well, some of them are. I've eaten most of them. It's, like, it's like the holy water bowl when you go in and out of church. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any of the uh, the lipsticks? Um, what are they? I said a grandfather clock ticking. I Sorry, I'm, I'm just kicking the uh, lower <laughs> section of my stool. Listen. I don't do that. Uh, yeah, it's it does, not It does lend a, a drawing really... room atmosphere to the radio It sounds like someone's about to say, come. <laughs> Pierre always performs um, in a velvet jacket, of course, and if I you're do. aware of that. It's the sort of noise you'd expect... Oh, he collects the bits. <laughs> yeah. Frank, it's the sort of noise you'd expect to hear in the drawing room of the gentleman who said to my father... Fellow notices me things. Yes. <laughs> okay. Or so helpful. I do apologise. Uh, well, Pierre was talking and I interrupted. Well, as a, as a, a sweet aficionado, Frank, mm. did you see the news that there will be this Christmas no bounties in the celebrations? Oh, well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something about this is that there was a lot of bounties in the um, trick or treat this year. When yeah. I walk past that bowl, it's like walking past a 1980s version of the body shop. The smell of coconut coming from me. <laughs> and, yeah, so... And, and I had a bounty out of the bowl, and it was, you know, when... Um, like, that's really annoying I'm me. sorry, I'm trying to know where to put my face. <laughs> yeah, but um, don't, you've got some Dave Allen affair going on around there. Yeah, anyway, so um, I forgot what I was saying now. You were talking about the bounty. Oh, yeah, so I had, a bounty, I had a bounty out, out of the, the trick-or-treat bowl. And you know when chocolate, I believe the term is oxidises. It's got <laughs> yeah. that. It's, it's not got, got the white bits. Yeah, it's oh. gone. It's gone sort of grey on the outside. So that is, I think, someone has had those, well, let's get rid of those bounties. So I did wonder then yeah. is if, there's, if there's an anti-bounty thing. Um, but I, am, I'm, I was uh, shocked. I, I mean, I'm, everyone's saying, well, you know, this is just a publicity stunt and everyone's talking about it and that's great for them. Well, I mean, like, celebrations need advertising. Mm. And also, my advertising for them is I shall never buy celebrations again. (laughs) (laughs) And I urge you all to join me in that boycott. Because um, I think it was Mark Twain who said, uh, whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it is time to pause and reflect. (laughs) And this idea that people don't like... Who... Who are these people who don't like bounty? Well, they're saying it's young people. Oh. So it's now... I mean, I'm after another seven flavours they can have. But I've, it's now got to the stage... What about Grandma? <laughs> I'll be all right. It's now got to the stage... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You can't even dig your hand in for a chocolate treat without someone saying, OK, boomer... Just because uh, of the chocolate you've chosen. Is that chosen. right? Oh, That's what they wow. say to us, Frank. I think it's the worst... <laughs> if it is a marketing trick, which it obviously is, it's the worst marketing decision since we were introduced to the man behind the Go Compare <laughs> opera singer. And he is now in the advert... What, we want to see behind the scenes of the Go Compare man? No. <laughs> No, we don't want we don't want the making of go compare. Thanks a, very much. It's apocalypse now. Oh, it's the worst idea. 
Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.